Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? What a note say, Dan. Cat dead. Details later. See, the police are always off track with this shit. If they'd watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trashmouth Mills, and this week my guest is the one and only Zach Thorne of the bands Zero Trust, Scarhead, Bulldoze, Agents of Man, and a ton more. Yesterday was Zach's birthday, so I just want to say a very special happy belated birthday to him. Make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope everyone's enjoying their October and their 31 days of Halloween. Thank you guys so much for your support and listening to the podcast, and uh, here's this week's interview. We can dive right into the podcast stuff, man. I usually start with a few uh, music questions before jumping right into the horror stuff, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's cool. That works. Hell yeah. So uh, uh, you played in quite a few projects, you know, from bands like Bulldoze, the Scarhead, to, uh, most recently, I believe, uh, Zero Trust. Uh, out of all your projects, you know, what do you currently have going on in the works in the music world that, you know, you might want the people to be on the lookout for? Um, I got a single uh, with Zero Trust coming out on Equal Vision Records on November 6th. Hell yeah. Uh, called Clouds, which I'm pretty excited about. We're going to be putting out a full length shortly too and then i got an ep coming out with scarhead called the generators of violence i don't know the exact date with that but that's going to be on force five records so Hell also yeah. pretty about that fuck yeah that's awesome now i saw you uh you also have shows coming up with both of those uh how excited are you to get back into playing shows you know after a year and a half of covid and shit like that yeah i mean it's i don't know how long i've been playing shows since like 92 90 91 92 and this is probably the longest i've gone without playing a show so i'm definitely excited i went to shows recently too i went to see megadeth and hatebreed the other night and i went to see coheed so uh it was cool just to get back and go see a couple of shows. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to play. I know exactly what you mean. Probably being at the shows just makes you uh, even more eager to play one, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're playing in Brooklyn at the Arrogant Swine, I think, on October 20, 23rd, I believe. Hell yeah. I think I'm playing somewhere with, with Scarhead in, in Chicago on the 29th. And then um, Zero Trust is going to play with uh, Kings Never Die and Doggy Dog in Teaneck, New Jersey on November 6th. Hell yeah. Now, and this episode will drop like the second Tuesday of uh, October, so it'll be out before all those shows. So Awesome. Hell yeah. Rocktober. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, my birthday is October 11th. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. So uh, other than the uh, music stuff, do you have any uh, other stuff in the works that you want to promote or let the people know about? Um, No, I just put all my old projects is, are up on Spotify. So just that and, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, like I said before, I'm a family guy, so I'm just doing a family thing and, you know, trying to, to get by in this modern age, you know? Hell yeah. No, I definitely feel you there for sure. That's awesome, man. We can uh, dive into the horror movies if that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So uh, my first question to uh, deal with the horror stuff is, uh, you know, what was your relationship with horror movies growing up? And, you know, how did it change as you got older? Um, My relationship, I, I loved horror movies when I was growing up. You know, I grew up in the 80s. So I remember, um, you know, I guess I had a similar experience. It was just different. Way, you, you, I wanted to, to rent a movie, you know, back in a video store back in the day. And there was always like a horror section. 
So it was always amazing just looking at the different covers and, you know, to pick out a movie, you know, and if it was a really good one, it probably was out, you know, so you had to wait for somebody to return it. But yeah. and like a record, you know what I mean? Where you, it was a mystery what was actually, you know, what was actually going on in the movie or on the record. You really didn't know. You didn't have any internet or anything like that. So you judged everything by a cover. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got a personal, you know, love or soft spot for old, you know, 80s slasher flicks and all of that. Hell yeah. And uh, do you have one that sticks out as like maybe a favorite of all time or, you know, like a few that kind of sit at the top? Because I know with there being so many, it's kind of hard to pick, you know, like one solid favorite. So Probably some of my favorites are like the Friday the 13th, like probably like two, four and six on my favorite Friday the 13th. Um, the original Nightmare on Elm Street is up there. Uh, Sleepaway Camp, Chud. Oh, so yeah. There's many, you know? Yeah. Chud is one that I actually just watched for the first time not too long ago, and I I loved that movie. I thought it was uh, excellent because I always thought, you know, with a title like that and, you know, being about cannibal human, uh, humanoid underground dwellers or whatever it is, it's uh, it always sounds like it was very, you know, campy and cheesy. And then I finally watched it and I was like, it's actually kind of like a little serious, you know what I mean? And, and as far as like tone and uh, the underground message and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, the cover, you know, it had, it had the the... the people coming up from the sewer if i remember correctly and everything so it was like the same coming up from the underground you know yeah so no the cover is definitely sick as fuck on that one it's like uh like you said it's got like a uh under uh like a sewer cover and it's got like a big claw or something coming out of it or whatever yeah 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 oh yeah no but i know exactly what you mean like uh even like you said, you went to see like Megadeth and shit like that, like went back to you know when back when their big albums were coming out like peace cells and holy wars and shit like you know, they have they were having people, you know, paint their record, you know, covers and shit like that, because just like you said, people were buying albums based off of like cover art, you know, back then and yeah. stuff like that. So it's and I mean, of course, people still do that stuff now because it's just, you know, it's become such a thing and it's, you know, such a big part of the music almost. But um, I feel like that's kind of where it came from is, you know, like having to compete with all these other metal bands and, you know, like stick out and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. The imagery was a very big thing. You know, and you really wouldn't see it. You know, it, it was it was somewhat underground. You know, same thing with the slasher movies where it wasn't so advertised on TV or whatever. It might be in Fangoria magazine or stuff like that. But it was mostly, you know, like a mystery. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like same thing with movies and the music cover, like cover arts is you have like alternate like alternate covers and shit like that. You know, like where like Halloween, too, has like a few different covers that like you'll see people like talk like. Some people saw the cover where it had the pumpkin with the skeleton face in it. And then some people saw the one where it was like uh, the red and white, you know, Michael Myers face. And then same thing with like, you know, a little bit newer of a record, but it's just like I actually have the CD sitting right here. So it popped in my head. But uh, Terror's one with the underdogs, you know, it has like a few different covers. It has like the one right. with the lock and key and it has like the dude, you know, on it and whatever. So just like uh, different shit like that. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good marketing. Good marketing. But yeah, and, and it was, you know, I would, that, so that was a big part of, you know, everything the, the um, you know, my growing up, I guess the influence, even even some of the music, you know, the scary, uh, you know, music and a lot of these things like uh, Halloween or even, uh, you know, like the, the soundtracks on uh, Friday the 13th or all that stuff. And I've, I've always just been a horror fan throughout the years. All movies, though. I'm a movie guy. I love all movies. Hell yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. A lot of those. Uh, that's one thing I like is like you said, when you watch those horror movies, the soundtracks or something that like uh, years later, you could be walking through like a haunted house somewhere and they'll, you know, they'll just play like a little tidbit of the Nightmare on Elm Street theme. As soon as you hear it, it's like your mind goes back to that film and, you know, like a little bit of nostalgia, like, you know, sprinkles through your mind or whatever. Exactly. 
It's like not to like, mention on uh, with the Dream Warriors on uh, what was it Friday third I mean uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three is it yeah fuck yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah rolled but uh, so uh, you know we named uh, quite a few like older horror films that uh, you enjoyed and stuff like that is there been any recently and you know by recently I mean like ten to fifteen years or so that like have really stuck out to you that you enjoyed you know because uh, of course I was saved like so long ago because you know horror movies have been around forever so you know what I'm not gonna lie to you I mean I. I I told you I'm a father's guy, so we could probably get deeper into uh, Pixar movies right now. You know, <laughs> um, I saw them. I thought them was really good, which was more of a series than a um, a horror movie. Yeah. But I like the eeriness of that, and I like the plot of that. I thought it was really dope. I like the Annabelles a lot. I'm trying to think. There's so many. I try to watch a lot of them. No, but it is. It, 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 listen, I, I I like a lot of them, but but the more memorable thing, and I think it is with records too. You know what I mean? Because like we could go back and talk about all this stuff, but the, you know, just like you know, Megadeth P cells or something like that. Like that'll always stick out as as bringing me back to that time, and and, and it made the biggest impression on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with you know. So it's really hard for me to appreciate. Uh, you know, some of these remakes, especially these remakes were like fucking Friday the 13th. The Halloweens were dope, you know, Rob Zabi or whatever. But um, but but the most impressive ones were the ones from when I was younger. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's kind of like uh, I can't remember who I was just uh, talking to recently, but we were saying pretty much the same thing. It's like you have all these new movies that you like, you know, you want to watch and you put on a list to see. But then when the time comes, it's like you always just rewatch something that you've seen 100 times because, you know, it's going to be good and, you know you know, it's going to make you like happy at the end of it. You know what I mean? You're not going to leave disappointed and shit. So. Yeah. Or I, I mean, I'll watch it and appreciate it, but I guess I, I'm always comparing it to, you know, whatever made the biggest impression to me yeah. when I was like, same thing with records, you know what I mean? Like the new, whatever um, Iron Maiden just came out, you know, so I've been listening to it and fucking with it, but you know, I, I, I like it, but I don't love it. Like I love Power Slave or Somewhere in Time. Or, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, exactly what you mean. That's exactly how I feel. Especially like, uh, that's the one thing that sucks about when, you know, especially the, any of those bands, you know, uh, like Metallica is another big one. You know, they just put out, uh, of course, it's been a few years now, but that, uh, what was it, Hardwired or whatever, that album, it was like, yeah, it wasn't like bad. Like, you know, like, of course, like, you know, everybody hates St. Anger or whatever, but it, just wasn't you know it's like it'll never be like another black album or another ride the lightning or injustice or anything like that you know what i mean it's yeah they'd have to really bring that shit to like put another album up with those ones but i did like i did like uh the hardwired record spit out the bone was a fucking uh, brutal track yeah no, I really like I it myself too, but but uh, now I'm uh, I'm glad you brought up uh the series them though because that hasn't been brought up on the show yet, and I feel like that shit was like kind of like low key brutal as fuck. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I thought so too. I like the um, you know, I guess I like the simpler things like um, the eeriness, like the long hallway scenes and stuff like that. You know, like reminiscent of The Shining, or you know, like I like the camera angles and everything that he was using in that and um i also like the twist where it was kind of hard to figure out what it was about and um i i just thought it was dope you know so for whatever reason but it was more of a show but i mean i thought it was pretty ill you know pretty scary and creepy so that was one of my favorite ones that i saw recently no definitely uh same here and i won't say exactly what happens just in case somebody wants to watch it but that uh cat in the bag scene is probably like i've seen so many fucking horror movies in my lifetime and that was probably one of the only things that i like could, just couldn't watch you know what i mean like pretty brutal yeah this shit was fucked up <laughs> yeah man but uh so uh on the uh back half of the uh, podcast i have a few hypothetical questions that kind of mix the music and the uh, movies a little bit so uh, we can sure. jump into those uh, my first one is is if somebody approached you and uh you know we can use zero trust since that's your you know newest project if somebody approached you and said 
hey, I want to make a music video for you guys. And I want to make a short film version of one of your favorite horror movies into a music video for your band. What horror movie would you choose and how would you remake it into a music video? Huh? Well, I think I definitely I definitely would have to go for a Friday the 13th vibe. Hell yeah. And we got a new song that's going to be this next single after Clouds that we might even, not for nothing, we might do a horror theme type video if we shoot a video for it. It's funny that you say that, but we were talking about that. Hell but yeah. I would do something probably with the whole camping scene. Well, not that all of us are from New Jersey, but I'm definitely from Jersey. So that's where they filmed all the Friday 13th, you know, the whole camp vibe, mm. Michael Myers type uh, scene and, and, and like rip that off. Oh, yeah. Now, being in Jersey, like you said, you could probably go right to the actual camp and shoot it there, which would be pretty dope. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Even if I've never been there. They do tours. I should go there. I, I would love to go to that. And bring my mother. My mother's a big horror buff, too. Not for nothing. She used to watch Friday the 13th with me in the 80s. Oh, yeah. But but I forgot where all that is. Mount Hope? I, I don't even know. I got They always do the tours. I should go to one. Yeah, I've looked at them. But it all, uh, every time I look at them, it's like uh, I think about it and then I end up you know, they sell out before I like really decide if I can plan on doing it and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You got to be kind of diehard, I guess. Yeah. Hey, you just got to be ready to bite the bullet on that shit for sure. But I uh, I don't even have like a, you know, actual like vacation at my job right now because I switched jobs at the beginning of the year. So it's like if you can't even take a vacation, like if I can't even take a guaranteed vacation, I hate to spend that money on tickets and shit and not be able to get off work and shit, you know? Oh, yeah. But uh, Rough. yeah. But uh. So my uh, next question is, is, uh, you know, we kind of chatted about Dream Warriors, you know, and that theme song and stuff like that. Would you ever want to uh, score a horror movie or, you know, even just do kind of like a theme song like that? And if so, uh, you know, I know usually the composer or, you know, the guy that does the songs usually doesn't get the choice. But if given the choice, you know, what kind of subgenre would you want to do? Would you want to go the slasher route or would you want to go kind of like sci-fi alien style? Uh, definitely the slasher route. And I would love to score a horror movie. Absolutely. Hell yeah. That'd be sick as fuck. What, uh. What are some of your, uh, I know we talked about a few like big, uh, you know, franchise scores, but do you have a few like uh, horror movie scores that like really stick with you from, you know, the past and stuff? I, I don't know. Not really that I could think of. Um, of course, like the main, you got the, like the main ones, but nothing like. Yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, that I don't know. Nothing that I could think of. But I mean, you know, also I grew up with a lot of people that made beats um, and uh, hip hop beats and everything. So a lot of them used to dig in and sample from a lot of the old things. And, you know, take scores from um, Phantasm or, or whatever it is and take little little bits and pieces and chop them up uh, to make beats. But no, I can't. You put me on the spot. I can't really think of something <laughs> that or, or, or I don't know the, 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 the composers names that score the movies. I'm not that deep, deep into it. But I do love the guy that did all of the stuff like Pee Wee Herman. And um, but I had his CD. I, I used to listen to that a lot. Uh, my other guitar player mike that i work with that's in zero trust and bulldoze he's very into um that type of stuff too he'd be a good guy to interview on this too because he loves horror movies and he loves um you know the the uh soundtracks and everything like that oh yeah that would be sick for sure yeah i love scores and all that stuff like i'm pretty much that's one of the things is like some people watch the movies and never like give a shit about you know like never care about that stuff but that's just one of the things that i've always been kind of big on myself you know what i mean but uh so i kind of have two more questions for you one more hypothetical one and then a final question that i ask all my guests but uh so my next hypothetical question is kind of like the first one, you know, with the music video. Uh, but say somebody approached you after one of your shows and they're like, hey, I'm a big fan of your band and uh, I want to make you a customized guitar and I want to customize it with like a horror design because I know you're a big horror movie fan. Uh, what kind of design would you get and how would you like what horror movie uh, would you get it from? And you can get something that's just like a normal paint job, you know, like Kirk Hammett style with his like white zombie guitar and shit like that. Or you can get something that's fully like a fabricated style guitar like uh like a mock-up piece from like 
or like you know like the axe gene simmons plays or something like that you know what i mean yeah i would go with i would go with um the imagery from the speaking of the dream warriors with the um nightmare on elm street where all of the souls are, are coming out of the chest freddie's chest hell yeah you know something like that yeah no, no, exactly what you mean. Where like all the faces are like screaming out of his. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah! No, I think uh, Scream Queen uh, Linnea Quigley even plays one of those uh, souls just because like she was around or whatever. But that's crazy. But uh, so uh, my final question for you is: uh, Do you have a horror story of your own? And it can be something you know from you know playing with one of your bands and shit just going uh you know completely haywire, or it could be something that was just scary as shit that happened to you in your personal life. And if you uh, believe in the paranormal, you're more than welcome to share a story like that as well. A horror story from playing shows. I mean, well, I could tell you that there was this guy, Malta the Great, that painted himself like a monster. And he uh, came to stay with us in Irvington. And we we brought him, uh, for those that don't know Irvington, Irvington is, is, is the... Is, uh, the hood in uh, New Jersey. So when we were, I was playing with agents of man, we were living out there and he came to stay with us and we went uh, with him in his full makeup and went to the Chinese store. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was, that was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But we survived it. Everybody was into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And got some, um, you know, some chicken and rice. <laughs> I can imagine that just uh, being on your shift at uh you know, a Chinese place just cooking up some food and people, you come walking in with, uh, well, not you, but the dude comes walking in with full fucking uh, corpse paint or some shit like that. Yeah, not even, right down Chancellor Avenue, which is a big, uh, busy avenue in Irvington. He was walking right down the block we bought him. <laughs> Seems like a, a scene out of like a dark comedy or some shit like that. <laughs> Definitely. But, uh, well, hell yeah, man. I appreciate you uh, for coming on the show and sharing and everything. Absolutely, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate all your support and everything that you're doing, brother. Of course, man. And I'll be on the lookout for, uh, you know, both of those projects, New Zero Trust and the new uh, Scarhead for sure. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week as my guest is going to be the one and only Andrew Kasich, drummer for the band The Ghost Inside, as well as the man behind the one man project, One Decade. I hope everyone is enjoying the month of October so far. Make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to follow all the movies I've been watching for the month of October and my 31 days of Halloween. I'd like to hear what you've been watching as well, so make sure you go tell me in the comments on the socials. So, And I also got some shirts for sale for 20 bucks shipped, so if you want one, just hit me up on any of the social medias and we'll figure out a way to get it to you. So, Thank you so much again for listening. Don't forget to go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Happy October and stay safe.